Hi everyone and welcome to Worth the Calories, a Great British Bake Off podcast. Pastry week. I didn't have a soggy bottom. <laughs> I'm so pleased. Have you been waiting to say that to me all day? Absolutely. <laughs> or at least since I crunched through the base of my bake. But more on that later. Okay. <laughs> Another good week. This is shaping up as a good Bake Off season. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Really good week. Mm-hmm. Really good standard Really good challenges. Yep. Love yeah, it. I'm I'm I, I'm enjoying it thoroughly in the watch. I'm enjoying thinking about it afterwards. I'm enjoying what we then get to look at baking as well. Absolutely. Um, I I, th- I think they've stepped it up really well. There was a thing in the week that someone wrote a, uh, an article about how to fix Bake Off. All right. I'm going to start off with one of the topic topics of discussion I want to talk about because I want okay. to talk about Noel and Matt Lucas. Right. Uh, and one of their things was get rid of Paul Hollywood, get rid of the ridiculous technical challenges. You know, so, some of the stuff that we have touched on. You know, yes. maybe Paul has been doing this a long time. Yes. Yeah. I, I think I don't know who they'd replace him with. Is my problem. Yeah, I, I don't and, know. And I don't know well. if the Bake Off brand and the Paul Hollywood brand are too intertwined. Well, at this stage, maybe they are. But the, part of part of the thing this was saying was that there's a power differential between the judges. I get that. Which I think I would agree I think with. So. Compared to the professionals with Benoit and Cherish. Benoit and Cherish, yeah. Who I, who are very much punching at the same weight. But but in different ways, which is great, which is what yes. the judges should be doing. And Paul and Mary had that. And Paul and Prue, I don't think. It always comes across that she's trying to say something complimentary because, because he's gone so negative. Yes. Although that was not necessarily the case this week. She was a bit brutal about their eclairs. Yes. But Just, that was her recipe, wasn't absolutely it? Absolutely, and justifiably. But, but yes. I, I, I can understand that thing. And we've talked about technical challenges, and we've talked about some of the other aspects and so on, yeah. but it had a comment of the presenters right. and changing up the presenters. I, and I, was, I, I will admit, I was watching with some of this in mind. I think Matt and Noel are really working. And the reason I think they're really working is they're exactly the same as Mel and Sue. Yes. I think you could have transplanted all the jokes, the playing table tennis, the lattice head stuff, the way that they, even in the way Matt Lucas did the, oh, oh, Bakers, you must be exhausted. Well done. I'm going to tell you who's Star Baker. The way he delivered that, it's exactly the way Mel and Sue used to. Yeah. And I think they, they've found a double act where a double act did not exist. I, I agree. I think they're, they're very comfortable with each other mm-hmm. and they're just a bit silly. Yes. And they're also kind. Mm. You know, like there's no, I mean, there's no, there's no meanness. There's no nastiness. They're, no. And they're so supportive to the bakers. No, Noel is slightly perpendicular to everyone else. <laughs> I will say, you know, he does, he does say stuff like, okay, he gets away with that because he's kind of charming. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but again, one of the comments was about, you know, it, it worked with Noel and Sandy because they were so different and five people. But, but actually. The reason we loved Mel and Sue was they worked really well as a double act and they were good individually. Yes. And I think Matt and Noel are working that way. And I am I am here for it, actually. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I'm enjoying it mm. a lot as well. I think it's just such a change from Sandy. Yeah. Who, yes. we, who we liked. Sorry. Yeah, I, I like Sandy a lot. Mm-hmm. I just feel that they had exhausted the amount of humour they could get out of her and Noel working together. Yeah. Yeah. It was all short jokes. Yeah. Which boring yeah, yeah. I, i'd just like to come back on the other point though about the um the, fixing the technicals yeah so well so so this is me drawing a line under discussing matt lucas as the newbie yeah. how is he fitting and how is he doing stuff we're going to call them out when we enjoy them but yeah. I, I think i'm now yeah tick in that box i'm accepting it yeah right technical challenges 
So the point you you were the, the, that or oh, that article mm-hmm. that you quoted was saying about you know the need to fix the technicals. I think they have. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, I I if we were just talking about this season's technicals, mm-hmm. I have no complaints. Nope. So, so so I feel that that article is possibly commenting on the past rather than the the current. Yes, and and we have definitely had a real vibe of. People haven't heard of this, and this is the, the Walker pastry thing. That Moroccan pie that I had to do. Yeah, it was delicious. It was delicious, but it was ridiculous. Yes. Really, really was. So yeah. I, I think that aspect, they're not going for anymore. People have heard of Babka. Not necessarily everyone, but it was always the same. It was always the same when it was yeah. croissants. Yeah. <laughs> not everyone has always had one. Yeah. Um, but now it's, you know, and, and eclairs. Yeah. People have generally heard of eclairs, but they're making it slightly more complicated. It's a sort of caramel and raspberry one. It's piped in a different way, and it's arguably it would have been as difficult for them this week if they hadn't made it more complicated, because so many of them just struggled with yeah, making a shoe eclair. Exactly. But so, um, but yeah, so I think I felt that that was fixed. Uh, when we come to the end of the discussion today, I think next week's will be the test of what they're doing with technical challenges. But but more on that later. Uh huh. Um, what was our signature challenge? It was Cornish pasties mm. and not samosas. And not samosas, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, <laughs> and also they weren't all Cornish pasties, really, were they? I mean, they were pasties in the sense that you get a range of flavour of pasties at Greg's. Yeah. Um, or other bakers and other as bakers well. Are really. <laughs> <laughs> but but I mean, I don't know any. I don't think any one of them actually made what I would call a Cornish pasty. Yeah, I can't remember any that had beef and potato and so on. No. And even even the was it the toad in the whole one that had mashed potato? I I would have gone with a mashed swede or something, something with a, yeah. a little bit more flavour to it because I think it needed. And and they said it was very tasty, so that's fine. And that does sound like a good idea. Mm, I did. I'd have eaten that. Yeah, um, but again, this is a challenge they could have gone for. I'm just making you a great Cornish pasty. Agree. <laughs> yeah. Agree. But I think some of the brief was to push it out there a bit. And I think mm. they did that. And I think the people who did well did well. Yeah, really well. Yeah, really, really came off. Uh, I think some of the discussion on how many pleats and how you do it and so on, I, I I would have liked that to have been in context of, if you get this spot on, we're going to judge you because we're expecting really high stuff. But if you don't do it, it's just that you're not getting the extra five points. It's yeah. that sort of aspect. It's it's going from a B to an A sort of exactly because they didn't they didn't specify in the brief. Oh, and you must do twenty crimps. Yeah, they just said we want some crimping. Yeah, especially if it's any any shape. Well, your shape then doesn't have to have that many crimps. So yeah, so, exactly. Mm, yeah. Fine. Um, I think they look really tasty. I think people did very well. Yeah. When they followed the brief and did the thing that was on the brief. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I think I'd have enjoyed eating Linda's. Yep. I think it and, looked really tasty. The judges did. And the judges did. It yes. just wasn't actually what was asked for. It wasn't actually a pasty, so... It was, but it did look very tasty. Yes. Were there any that you wouldn't have eaten? I can't remember any. I mean, there were some that would seem less interesting. Yeah. But but by and large, they did yeah. They did all have something to them that seemed good. Are you asking that because there was one that stood out for you? But... Well, I think some of them... So like, some of them are, like, there were lots of them going through. I was going, oh, yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, yes, yeah. I'd eat that. Oh, yes, I'd eat that. The one that stood out to me that I thought was beautiful, mm-hmm. but but that I wasn't so sure of, was Peter's um, Haddock Kedgeree oh, pie. Oh, yes. You reminded me there was Kedgeree in there. And I don't <laughs> like Kedgeree. <laughs> so, well, no. I, I'm just sitting here going, 
Why is he not saying the fishy one? Because <laughs> I have I'm... erased it from my memory. Because it's pasty with kedgeree. Pasty is one of the great dishes. One of the great, you know, that it is designed to sit in your pocket in a mine and be eaten and still be warm. It is a wonderful work of science. You don't put kedgeree in that. <laughs> now, I like kedgeree more than you, Ugh. which which wouldn't be hard. <laughs> I think I think um, you know I think a rock on the street would like kedgeree more than you do. But but even so, I I was I was just a little bit like I'm not sure about the idea of rice inside pastry. Yeah, yeah. But I, yeah. I can I can see why you do it, especially if you've got very wet ingredients. Yeah. To help stop the pastry from going mm. rubbish, but uh, yeah, yeah. I think for me, and I know this is my taste rather than your taste, I think Laura's looked delicious with the um, with the the cheese and the cream. Oh, she did and the, the che- was it cheese and leek, cheese and onion. Le- yeah, yeah. They, mm-hmm. they called it interestingly. They called it cheese and onion on the show, mm-hmm. and they called it something completely different on the website when oh, they put the recipe okay. up. Mm. So I don't know if they. And actually, when you read the recipe, there's a lot more about leek and cream, and and yes, there's some cheese in it. Right. But I don't think there's actually any onions okay. in it. <laughs> so, so I wonder if they're like, oh, we yeah, can't yeah. call it cheese and onion yeah. on our website because it's not actually cheese and onion. Yes, that did sound nice and it looked very good. Yes. I, th- I think, it, you know, when it when it was served and being eaten, it was like, oh, that looks like a good meal. Yeah. In the same way, Hermine's was... That looks you know, super tasty. Really nice lamb, really nice sort of stew yeah. kind of filling. Yeah, yeah, that was good. That's on the website as well. So maybe yes. one day when we're not sort of baking something new from, mm. from a new episode every mm. weekend, that might appear. I, I think so. I, so we didn't bake any of the pasties, um, and I, I think one of the reasons I came so close to doing her means, but it was just there was so much to this. I don't have time to do it at this point. But yeah. exactly like you say, it would be nice to return to. Mm. Mm. So the technical. I'm not into eclairs. No. Ecla- They're just yeah. not my bag. Yeah, eclairs are... No, I, I, I can't even remember the last time I had an eclair. Oof. I mean, chocolate eclairs. The the little sweets. Amazing. Oh, oh right, with the caramel and the chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah love boom, taking boom. them to the, to the cinema. I, but... I think, for me, like uh, the eclair of the cakey eclair, yeah. it's full of cream normally, isn't it? Yeah, with a bit of chocolate or, or some sort uh... of cream on top. Anyway, so r- three raspberry, three salted caramel eclairs. Um, we might have liked these eclairs. Which, which we might have liked. And and I think the way that they are styled that Prue wanted them to really look, they look great. They're, again, yes. I always use this patisserie Valerie sort of thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. the really good shop window ones. Yeah. Fine. So what they're testing is, can you do shoe pastry? Yeah. And bake it to, to fill it. Can you then create a creme pat? Yeah. And can you pipe that to fill a thing? Yeah. And then can you ice the top of it so it sets and looks good? Mm-hmm. And... That's right for technical. You know, if we're saying they're yeah, fixed yeah. technicals, it's here are certain very specific skills. Go and do them well for us. I, I was amazed mm-hmm. at how many of them didn't do that thing. Mm-hmm. I was really amazed at how many of them couldn't produce a creme pat. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, you know, if you just threw the ingredients <laughs> at me and told me to crack on, I probably couldn't produce a creme pat, but, but I'm not on Bake Off. Exactly. Exactly. Given how often that came up, certainly in the in the early mid seasons, I think creme pat was a really established thing in this show. I think it's yeah. sort of diminished a little bit, been overtaken by meringue, perhaps, mm. but but it has been an established thing on this show. So it's it's Agreed. one of the staples. In the same way, you would need to know how to do all the pastries, yep. how to do core biscuit types, you know, a ginger, a shortbread cookie, yeah. and so on, and then how to do different types of meringue, creme pat, different types of cream, and then different types of ganache. There's just some core stuff that I would yeah. make sure I know by rote. 
But like, which the, is why the, I'm not entering because I don't want to learn it. <laughs> but the number of scrambled eggs, creme yeah. pats, like that actually, like, was it Laura's? No, not Laura. Lottie split. Lottie split. And mm. I, I, like, and I was just like, oh, that's oh, it did look, just looks a bit grim, really, didn't it? it? Is this just a time thing that it's not only get the techniques right, get them right in a really short amount of time when nothing can go wrong for you? I do think that's probably probably a feature because there was a lot going on, especially mm. with all the decoration. Yeah, you know, like I think you know the ones that managed to pull it off with with a caramelized hazelnut on the top. As <laughs> yeah, well. yeah, I'm yeah. like seriously, you're, you're <laughs> like superhuman. Do you have a clone? Mm. <laughs> but yes, so yeah, but we didn't no do it because not on the rest not on the website. There is no recipe, and it, and the I can't remember if we said this last week, but the chocolate babka re- recipe disappeared. Yeah. So we don't know yet if this is going to be a standard thing. Yeah. Is it something that because they've got a book coming out, recipes that go in the book don't go on the website? So I was a little bit concerned by this at first. Okay. Because I'm like, oh, that's our thing. We we try the that's technicals. Our thing. That's they? our thing. That's yes. what we do. <laughs> Not give us free recipes. But but do you know what? <laughs> now I'm actually of completely the opposite mindset. I feel that them by them not putting the technical up there, mm-hmm. they gave me the freedom to choose which one I wanted to bake. Okay. And 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 actually, I'm a lot happier with the one that I chose to bake, right? Rather than feeling that I had to make something that I was not that fussed about anyway. Yeah. So, so I'm choosing to view it as a as a, an opportunity for freedom. Okay, okay. <laughs> and, and this might be our different experiences with baking because for me, it's quite an exciting thing to get to do something I've not necessarily done before. Mm. Trying out different different techniques and different you know elements of baking, whereas quite often the showstopper and the signature are things that we've meddled in. We've do you know not always obviously, mm. but have tried. So it's. Yeah, I get that. That's uh, I think that's I, just I, my I think, take on it. Yeah, so. I, and I think I, I think you're right. You've done more different baking than me. Mm. So like, so even today in the showstopper, there's some stuff I'd done before. There's some stuff I okay. hadn't done before. <laughs> some stuff I struggled with. Um, so so I guess it still was a learning opportunity. I think also I just basically don't like being told what to do. So having any <laughs> element of being told what to do <laughs> removed from this and being allowed to choose what to do for myself kind of suits my personality. <laughs> So, yeah, a range, and it was really interesting, the camera shot when they came out, because there was such a range of them. Obviously, Linda, who hadn't been able to bake a decent eclair, and then hadn't assembled anything. Well, she made churros, basically, yeah. didn't she? It, That's it, what they looked like, yeah, with it, the ridges. It, it did not come, well, come no. together well for her. And, and I don't know what she did to do that. Several, Because t- she made, I think, at least two, if not three batches. I wonder if shoe pastry is just not something she does. But, But yeah, it was poor. You know what I'm going to say? You know what I'm going to say? Because she said it. Her opening thing was, mums know how to do pastry. Which instantly gets my back up. As someone who's not a mum. And clearly she is a mum and she can't do pastry. So, mm. <laughs> I, I do suspect uh, they edit in stuff like that to, to rile people to, up yeah, and get the, to, get the social to, media to going. stir that wooden exactly. spoon. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what amused me is like they went down the line and they were going, oh, those ones are really fat. Those ones are really thin. Those ones are really fat. Those ones are really thin. I'm like, did they give an exact sort of, um, did they give an exact width measurement? Yeah, what their expectation was. Because I don't recall there being an exact sort of. Presumably there's a specific piping nozzle they use to pipe the shoe. 
and it's about how much it expands from there, maybe. Yeah. But who knows? Know. Who knows? Okay. So then we go on to the showstopper. Yeah. A caged tart. So I know some of them were like, oh, why would you cage a tart? Mm-hmm. I thought this was a really good challenge. Yeah. I thought, and I thought it was fascinating. The It's almost like one of those school projects where you're given, like, you know that one where you have to drop the egg off the roof or something like that and everyone has to come up with an invention for how to protect the egg? Right. I, I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah, may, yeah. maybe it wasn't off the roof. <laughs> that sounds, having said that, that sounds okay. a bit ambitious. But, you know, everyone comes up with a very different mm-hmm. solution to mm-hmm. the same simple core problem. I felt like it was a bit like that. I like, yes. I love the fact that they had so many different um, approaches to the cages. Yeah, totally agree. And, and it allows them to be artistic yeah. without being make a representation of this thing. Mm. You know, it's it's like you say, it's open and what open enough to have lots of choice and lots of things behind it without having a subject that's really narrow and doesn't yeah, make yeah. sense to us. Do you, did you have any thoughts as to what you would have done for a cage? I, I think the pyramid is probably the closest, although the 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 hemisphere yeah. is is oh, it, it's really hard because I can see why you would do that. But it has so many points of stress that I can I can see how easily it would go wrong, mm. as we saw. Particularly the the arch for, for Mark. Just as soon as you put too much pressure on one bit, it's gone. Unless you make quite thick pastry, you don't want really thick pastry. So so that's why I can see the pyramid as being a very good way of going about it. Mm. I can even see the box, and this this is the thing because Hermine's was so thick. Yeah, where is the line between box and cage? Exactly. I think, like, what I think proportion been... of air to pastry? Yeah. If we'd been able to see through it more, we would have gone, yes. But I feel like certainly the pyramid ones had more of a cage element to them. Mm. So, yeah. did you have any thoughts on what you would have done? Which way you would have gone? Having watched it, mm-hmm. I'm not sure I could deal with the stress of trying to pull my cage off a mould. Mm-hmm. I mean, that looked terrifying. Although the ones that did it well, it, it worked. Yeah, but they all broke at some point. Yeah. Whether it was after Paul had done something with them, but they all had a bit missing. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, like you, having watched it, I think maybe the pyramid. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, though, could I could I produce some form of crystal maze-type dome with octagons? A dodecahedron. Uh, yeah, exactly. D20 style. <laughs> I guess that's where the um, time pressures come in, isn't right. it? <laughs> Over ambitious, much. <laughs> so okay, what about the tarts? Which was which tart, other than mine, obviously, would you like to eat the most? Of the ones they made, yeah, oh, not really many of them. They'd all gone very citrus, right? Or they'd gone for pear and sage. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, <laughs> nobody wants to eat the pear and sage tart. The the and I'm going to say this in inverted commas, gypsy tart, it is incredibly sweet and, it, and an incredibly basic tart. Yeah. I, I I think if it had been me, I would have gone for a chocolate tart, mm-hmm. something really core cool, or a lemon tart, but I can see how many of them were going, right, we're halfway through, we now need to start doing much more delicate, much more intricate, interesting flavour combinations, this kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. And I wonder if they are coached towards that. You can't just do a chocolate tart here. Mm. You need to go a bit further with it. So, mm. Mm. I really liked that Laura made a tart that she just makes for family gatherings yes. as opposed to spent time coming up with a pear and sage combination. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? But you Absolutely know, it's like great. that's a yeah. successful tart. She makes it for her family. Her mm-hmm. family loves it. Love it. Yeah, completely agree. And and 
she did so well making it look good. I think actually the flowers on the board made it look a little busy. Right. I think without that, it would have just been, yes, she's done something quite elegant as the as the tart itself and then a really good dome mm. over it that she decorates well. Yep. So. I thought um, Dave's um, placement of the mango, well, that was that looked stunning. That's absolutely the one. That, and again, that's the one you could see in a shop window. It's done so well. He's glazed it. It looks lovely. It's simple without being yeah. too much because um, Mark, the older Mark, who did the sort of chocolatey one with, I think, blueberries on it and other yeah. bits on it and so on. It was just so busy and so much whilst having each item was delicate. But Dave just did something that looked so good mm. and was so vibrant in itself. Yeah. And then because he then sprayed silver on the pyramid, it shone through the pyramid. Yeah. Which was really clever. Whereas the people, like Lottie's pyramid was quite bright in and of itself. Yeah. So it diminished a bit what was inside. Yeah. You need, you, 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 clearly you need the contrast. Yeah. Mm. What, what did you think of Lottie's debater's definition approach to what a tart is? I can completely see what she's done, and I quite like it because that is the way I can imagine it being served in a good restaurant. Mm. You know, serving a tart like that—it's not—it's not thick pastry on the edge and thick pastry underneath and a, a tart in the filling. Yeah. It's we've sort of deconstructed it slightly and done something more. But we've praised her for matching the brief, brief in the past, and I don't—I I think she's tried to push it here. And and again, this might be a learning experience for her to mm. go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't yeah, question yeah. the brief. Make sure you do exactly what they expect. I just thought, yeah, I, I, I agree. Mm. I totally agree. But I just thought, you know, if you have to go to sh- uh, like reparating a dictionary definition of yep. what, and probably even a specialist dictionary definition of what a tart <laughs> is to Paul Hollywood, then you know you're on dodgy, dodgy ground. Exactly. Oh, I wasn't sure about this, so I looked it up. Well, no, at that point, you should have gone, this is a bad idea. Yes. Else. There are but, many other tarts I could make. Yeah, but I can see what she was doing, and I can I can see the idea behind it yes. to do. If it was the professionals, and and you did twenty four single servings of that thing, it would have been a great idea. Yeah, and her Pure piping skills. Oh, and yeah. that cage. Oh that yeah. cage was outstanding. Exactly, and I think was it. I don't think it was hers. I think it was Dave's, where he clearly cooked it in, baked it in something to keep the edges solid, right. whereas hers. I don't think she had edges on it, so it had gone slightly misshapen in the way that pastry does. Yeah. Um, so I can I can also see this the very clever thing about keeping a really sharp edge to it, so mm. it's easy to morph to to merge together. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting that she was using what's it isomalt, mm. and she's going it's like sugar, but it's more stable. And it's like I, I appreciate the knowledge and the skill Absolutely. to have gone to that. Yep. And doing yeah. the research, getting into it. Yeah. Great. We've not mentioned Peter. Shall we talk about the blueberry and lemon tart? Mm. Blueberry? Blackberry. No, blackberry, sorry. Blackberry. Yes, yeah. yeah, I'd forgotten you didn't like citrus tart. Sorry, honey, that's more for me, isn't it? <laughs> no, no. I, I, I do like a good lemon tart. Yes. It, it is a good thing, but I think they all went really far with the citrusy or did doing yeah. unusual combinations and things with it. And I, th- I think the key lime is great. It's not something I go to. Key lime with meringue on it sounds yeah. much, sounds too much. I think I think I've just got to the point where I'm watching them all put meringue on stuff. Yeah, and it's just like oh, gilding the lily with yeah. not too much sweetness. And and you know I'm saying creme pat used to be the thing. It then went to macarons and everyone did macarons for ages. And now uh, we everyone... saw a few macarons. Uh, we the thing did Hermine put some macarons on her tart? Oh maybe maybe yeah. okay. But but and and now it's meringue is the thing that everyone's yeah. doing. So I I don't know what's going to be next. Maybe back to ganache. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
talk to me about making the the tart. Yep. So so my choice, my free choice, with my free own free choice. will, I am not a number. <laughs> um, so I chose to do Peter's uh, blackberry and lemon tart. <laughs> yeah, you might have to dial the volume down on that bit. <laughs> Um, yes, because I, I love lemon tart. Right. Um, and so I thought, right, I'll try that. Mm-hmm. So so it's a hazelnut pastry. Mm-hmm. Um, the pastry, to make the pastry dough, you basically pound your hazelnuts to bit in the bits in the food processor mm-hmm. and then chuck in the other ingredients and whiz them in a food processor to make them into breadcrumbs. Yep. And then you put a minuscule about, amount of liquid in there. Yeah. I, I was amazed at how little mm-hmm. liquid there was in there. So I had like an egg yolk and a tablespoonful of water yeah and that was it and i think part of that will also be the introduction of the nuts because there will be oil in the nuts right so that will add a little bit as, yeah. particularly as you start um working them further and further yeah because with the times when we've made oil from the nuts you have to blend them for quite a while but then suddenly you go oh yeah this has actually become something different yeah. now so because mm. yeah because i was stirring it together with the knife as per mm-hmm. the recipe and i was going what's well, it's never going to make a pastry right. never going to make a pastry and then suddenly it was a pastry yeah Chemistry um, happens, and chemistry happens yeah. there you go. So, so I did that. There was a lot of um, so I found it really hard hmm. to make an elegant pastry base. Okay, I, I'll be honest. So you, you know, you rested the pastry in the fridge, chilled it, and I always chilled it for the upper end of um, the chilling times. Right. It's like there's no timer on me. <laughs> it's Sunday. <laughs> I've got all day. Um, and then you sort of so you had to cut it in half. You had to roll it out to to roughly a twenty two centimeter mm-hmm. diameter circle, and then you should put your well. You were supposed to put a twenty centimeter tart ring on top okay. of it. We don't have a twenty centimeter yeah, tart ring, mm. so I used um, a spring, a releasable cake tin. Yep. So uh, so I put the twenty centimeter, the the sort of the circular bit of yep. that cake tin on top. The sort of eight inch, yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, on and, and that was on top of the baking tray. Okay. And you press that down so you got your base inside the cake tin. Right. And so I baked it inside inside the, the circle from yeah, the releasable cake absolutely. tin instead. Um, and then you had to take the rest of the paste, take the trimmings. Yeah. So you've got that inside the cake tin, and then you had to make those into like sausages. Now, you're supposed to make it into one long sausage of 65 centimetres. Okay, whoa. Uh, we don't have the space for that. Yeah, no. And also, it was never going to stay in one piece anyway. <laughs> so I decided to call it quits at the idea of doing it in one piece right okay. from the very start. So I did two 32 and a half in right. centimetre. Okay. Sorry, not 65 in, 65 centimetre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, I did yeah, two yep, 32 yep. and a half uh, centimetre sausages. Mm-hmm. And then you were supposed to roll them into four centimeter wide okay tape okay <laughs> that didn't happen uh, <laughs> and then you were supposed to then you were supposed to sort of roll it up and put it inside the pie tin the tart tin and right. press it round to the edge and anyway blah 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 long story short i blind baked it it came out of the blind baking and all of my sides kind of shrunk down and oh. become lumps <laughs> and bumps and it, it wasn't really a very yeah. elegant tart case at all but I decided to plough on, nevertheless. Mm-hmm. Um, so, sorry, actually, I should talk about it a bit more rather than going, "Oh, that was awful." I think, I think the baking and the blind baking mm-hmm. and the egg wash. I actually think the pastry itself came out really nicely, Did... and I'm confident that I can blind bake a pastry case. Yeah, I think, I think the pastry itself was quite delicate. Mm-hmm. I think I would have felt more confident with a more robust pastry. Okay, okay. Did you bake the whole thing at once, or did you have to bake the bottom? 
You bake the whole thing at once. You bake the whole thing at so, once, so it's not so it's not baked in two sections. You no, add no, to it no, as you no. go. You okay, put yeah, the yeah, sides okay. in, and yep, then actually you chill it again for thirty minutes. Yep. And I think mm-hmm. that, and that, that and I think by baking it all at once, you've got that seam so that it yes. doesn't all yeah. seep out. So, is it that it should have been uh, there wasn't enough pastry that perhaps there should have been? I don't think I pressed it to the side well enough. Okay. And I also wonder if it was a if it really was a tart case where it would have been easier to press it into the side. Yeah, because I think maybe tart cases aren't quite straight at the side. Yeah, I so don't know. So maybe that's part of the thing because it was being held straight. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah. Okay. Who knows? Okay. I think I'd have I would have taken more time over pressing it in mm-hmm. and and trying to get a more rigid wall did it have anything about how high the side should have been four centimeters so the high so so it did need to be a deep tart yes. tin because we have a, a less deep yeah. one but uh, exactly. okay yeah because I, I looked at a few of our tart tins and i was just like yeah yeah none okay. of these are four centimeters okay. high so i got my pastry case mm-hmm. and and no you are absolutely right the pastry came up really well i think you i could taste the hazelnuts in there i could mm. i could crunch the hazelnuts in there um, I think it had its own flavour without overpowering anything yeah. else, particularly when you get to the edge and it's a sort of nice kind of hazelnutty biscuit. Yeah. Mm. So, okay. Yay. Um, yeah, I mean, the lemon filling is is really quite straightforward. Okay. Uh, I, I will admit, I bought lots of fresh lemons. I got very sick of um, <laughs> juicing lemons very quickly. Right. And then I saw we had some Jif lemon in the fridge. So <laughs> there's, there's a bit of fresh lemon juice in there. There's a lot of Jif lemon juice. And then I remembered we had some of that Dr. Oakers easy zest in the, in the cupboard. Indeed. So I was like, I'm not even going to start <laughs> zesting these lemons. I'm just going to use that because life's too short. Life's too short and we have it. We need to use it up. Exactly. Absolutely. Okay. So, and that, yeah, that, that basically just whisked it all together. Nice. Um, and then poured it into the tart case Ooh. and banged it back in the oven at a slightly lower temperature. Okay. Now, the recipe indicated that, 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 that it would set after about 15 or 16 minutes. It definitely wasn't set after 15 or 16 minutes. Right. So I left it in for another five minutes. When when we saw him pouring it in on the show, it looked really thin. Really it was watery. really, really, okay. really thin, really, okay. really thin. Like almost sort of milk consistency mm. because you're not cooking it at all mm. other than in the oven. So I was just a bit taken back. I was expecting to have to do some whisking in a right, pan. Okay. But no, no, you just whisk it all together in a bowl, okay. pour it in cold, mm-hmm. and it all just bakes in the oven. Okay. And and I was a bit worried after 15 minutes, because you're supposed to, it's supposed to bake it until it's set with just a slight wobble in the middle. Yeah, yeah, okay. And after okay. 15 minutes, I was like, no, that is now just still liquid, liquid. with maybe just a little bit of set bits at the edge. <laughs> um, <laughs> but after five minutes i would say I, I i was a little worried that i may have almost baked it too much but i think mm, okay. i think it was all right okay yeah and then you make black blackberry curd mm. so just some blackberries mm-hmm. with some more lemon juice okay Jif. um <laughs> stick it in the pan right put cover the pan up over a low heat five minutes to soften it um and then you put it th- strain it through a sieve mm-hmm. so that it says to you know to to lose the seeds quite frankly you lose an awful lot of blackberry i mean you were left with some okay. lovely juice yeah. but there was an awful lot of blackberry left in the sieve so right. so i sort of retained i was like I'm not throwing that away okay they're expensive <laughs> and they're tasty um so i've actually made some breakfast nice, <laughs> nice, nice. i've mixed them in with some or- um porridge oats and leftover cream and some of the excess nice. curd so i'm gonna have a tasty breakfast tomorrow okay. um and then yeah so make the curd in with some eggs um in with some sugar whisk it 
you uh, you had to use a sugar thermometer, which was quite good. Ooh, it was exciting, quite fun. So exciting. I was taking the sugar thermometer. Um, and you had to use gelatine leaves. Ooh. I've never I've never been a big fan of gelatine. Okay. And I'm not sure I've used the leaves before. Okay. I, I certainly haven't. So so basically, you make all the curd stuff and you need to put it off to cool. Mm. And then you you sit these gelatine leaves in mm-hmm. cold water for three minutes. Yep, soften them up. Then soften them mm-hmm. up, squeeze them out. And then it still looks like you've got thick cling film in your hand. Yeah. And you go, am I really going to put this in food? <laughs> <laughs> and you, you wang them in the curd with the butter. Okay. Mix it all together. Mm-hmm. Leave it to cool. Uh, and, and that curd tastes amazing. Okay. Like, okay. so tasty. Nice. So tasty. Um, so then once everything had cooled a bit, I just put some of that on top of the tart. Mm-hmm. I did not have as thick a layer of blackberry curd as Peter. Yeah. Mainly because I was tipping it on really carefully because what I didn't want to do was ruin my tart Absolutely. by having yep. the curd cascading mm-hmm. down the side. So I I just put in enough to cover the top and to the level that the lowest edge okay, yeah, of yeah, my tart case yeah. w- mm-hmm. would take. Because whilst there were some rather spiky tall edges, <laughs> there were also some low edges okay. in my tart case. So that's why I had quite a thin layer of the okay. uh, blackberry curd on so top. So did you have some curd left as well at the end? I did. I put okay. some more in my breakfast oats creation, <laughs> and we've got a little pot of it to put on some toast. Oh, nice. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Yes, yeah. Great. And then you stick it in the fridge and leave it for two hours. Okay. And then you eat it, and, and it you get is to eat good. It. And it is incredibly tasty. I, I I think it would be interesting to have it with a little bit more of the blueberry, the, with the blackberry, sorry. Because yep. I, I think you said this as well, the blackberry does disappear a little yep. because the lemon is so sharp. Yep. But it is a very nice lemon tart with a berry f- accent. Yeah. I, and, and I like that. I, I You know, I, I will eat a, a lemon tart. And if it's done really well, I'll, I'll like it. But this takes the edge off it being a lemon tart yes. and turns it into something on its own. I would make it again. Okay. If we're having people coming around for dinner on a Sunday mm-hmm. and I had the Saturday to prepare it, okay, yeah, yeah. I, 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 w- I would definitely make it again. I don't yeah. think I'd want to try and make it on the same day as I was also making a main meal for people to come and eat because yep. I think it That's would fair. all just get a bit too much. Mm. Um, but yeah, if I had a day before to to make it i would i would definitely do it again nice. because i'd be pleased to serve that yeah i think it's come out really really, really nicely and I, I can see if we had a decent pie tin for it decent tart tin because mm. because part of the thing is i think putting the sides in those sausages and then trimming them yes so you get that sort of flat top as well which i don't even think he did so well i was so pleased when, <laughs> when his came out after the blind bake i can't remember what he said but i was like yes yes that's what mine looks like too <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so you know, it, it it is clearly part of the design of it, mm. and and he's not gone to the sort of professional end, you know, yeah, delicate, yeah. very styled, that kind of thing. But I can see how easy it would be to do this. Yeah. Slice it off at the top, pinch it in a little bit. Yes. Mm. Yeah, I think it came out really well. I think you should be really pleased. It, it was a good day's baking. Yay. <laughs> Days baking. Yes, because it, it's got so many components, and each yes. bit needs resting There's time. There's a lot in of between. resting. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, no, I, I enjoyed it. It right. was, it, and it was, um, I had the time today, so yeah. it's all good. And I think it's come out really well. Yes, mm, we'll terrific. Have some more after dinner. So that was the thing. No one got a handshake. No. Um, Laura maybe came close, but yes, but still didn't. Laura got Star Baker. Yes. Um, and I think a couple of people pushed her close. Mm. I think in general, everyone did quite well. 
Yeah. I think I think the Eclairs people struggled with. I think, you know, Mark struggled with getting his cage out, although a number of them struggled with cages. I think Pear and Sage was a weird combination choice where you yeah. could have done a chocolate tart. I mean, also, Pear is a very... I mean, I like a nice pear, but pears are, pears are very sort of Marmite type of fruit. There's a lot of people who just don't like pears at all. It, it, it's such a bland flavour, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then pear and sage. Yeah, I, no, I, like, I wouldn't no, order no one, that. No one, no, yeah, yeah. but I say no one's going to choose that off a menu. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> Not when there's salted caramel and chocolate. Well, exactly. You could do some really interesting tarts there. Yes. Um, but I'm not surprised Linda went. No, I mean, oh, her technical was a disaster. Mm-hmm. Her signature was not on brief. It was the wrong brief, yep. And, I mean, her, her showstopper was A, a disaster with the cage, and B... Even if the cage had worked, mm-hmm. I think the tart underneath was quite simplistic compared to what everyone else was doing. Yeah, I think I think the core tart, again, inverted commas, gypsy tart, is a very simple thing, a very sweet yeah. thing, a very, you know, certain flavour. Um, the weird chocolate doily she was trying to do mm-hmm. by hand, I, I don't understand why she was just doing it in squiggles. Because Peter did the cage by hand saying, oh, I'm just going for interesting curves. But he was keeping it simple. It was just a single curve, then another single curve, and so on. She was just freehanding... A doily. A a doily, which, no, that's not how it works. So I think it would have looked amateur, maybe, Mm. if it had come off well, and then the chocolate didn't come off well. So that all failed. And then the cage was just single strips of colour. So I don't think there was particularly a lattice going on there either. Mm. And like other people were saying, oh, I'm trying to get it to cross over so there's lots of contact, so it's got lots of strength to it. Yeah. She had none of that. No. So. So sad. I mean, she's a nice lass. Yeah. Seemed a very nice lady. Yeah. But I think she'd reached the point where everyone else was pulling away. I think there's been a couple of weeks Mm -hmm. where she's done a solid job. Yep. And she stayed in because there have been people who've had disasters. Agreed. Um, and I think this week, even if she'd done a solid job, mm-hmm. you know, maybe Mark would have been a little bit more in danger if she'd pulled yeah, everything yeah, off. Yeah. But as it was, she didn't do a solid job. No. And, and the core idea underneath was not yeah. necessarily good enough. Yeah, Having said that, mm-hmm. I would have happily eaten her samosa. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think everyone who's left in, I now don't know who could win it. I think they are all very strong. Yeah. And and coming up with good ideas and uh, and you know I've, I've said this every single season I think there are some who have been in trouble, who are learning from being in trouble. I don't think Hamine's mm. been in trouble. Um, I don't think Dave particularly has. So I could see them now getting to a point of coming unstuck, and everyone else mm. has had the opportunity to have a problem. Feel that emotion and work and work beyond it. Uh, and go, oh, I didn't stick to the brief. I need to yeah. stick to the brief next time. Oh, I overcomplicated this. Oh, I picked the wrong sort of pastry thinking mm. it was going to be smart, but it wasn't. Something on those lines that they go, and now I know how to tackle challenges on week eight and week nine. Yeah. Where you can't mess up. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So what's next week? What's the... Japanese week. Oh, interesting. Very interested in. That is interesting. Not sure what any of it is going to be. Um, there looked to be a, a sort of green pastry type thing for the for Some the matcha in there, maybe. But that would be very interesting to see what we want to bake because we are massive Japan files yeah. in this. Although, house. having said that, mm-hmm. I mean, I love Japanese food. Uh-huh. Of have... Japanese food, the bit that I have the least excitement over is Japanese desserts. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah. So 
Yes, we'll see. <laughs> well, yeah, and breakfast as well. <laughs> Japanese True. breakfast is not not the strongest, but Japanese food in general is wonderful and yeah. a go-to cuisine. Yes. Very regularly in this house. Oh, absolutely. Am I going to sit through the entirety of next week's episode going, well, that's not authentic? Yes, yes. <laughs> in the same way people sat there this week going, well, that's not a pasty, that's not a pasty, that's not how you do pasties, you have to do pasties differently. It's fine, it's fine, it's just a TV show. <laughs> They're given a very wide thing and they're allowed to mess around with recipes. Yep. Okay. Okay. I must say, I think we also will have to see, especially if they do put the technical recipe Mm -hmm. up, whether we'll be able to get hold of the ingredients. Yeah. You know, if it's something that involves, I don't know, um, anko, red bean paste and Mm -hmm. things like that. But yeah, exciting. Oh, the internet's full of options for things like that, I'm sure. Yes. So don't forget to... Uh, tag us if you are doing any of the bake-alongs mm. with us. There, there were lots of people doing really interesting things over the last couple of weeks. Mandy Kay did Babka. Uh, other other friends did Babka. I think there were a number that came up. So we're putting them in our stories. So look us up on Instagram. We're at Eloquent Gushing. Yep. Um, and I'm at Kendo Cat. Um, and I want to see Debbie Palmer's eclairs. <laughs> Whilst we were talking, my Apple Watch buzzed with Debbie tell me, telling me she'd done eclairs. So Debbie, oh, I want to see your eclairs. <laughs> to either use the hashtag worth the calories or tag Eloquent Gushing and Kendo Cat in that. And if you do like what we do, don't forget we love it when our pay- when our listeners support us. You can do so by going to patreon.com slash Eloquent Gushing. There's lots of different um, ways of supporting us, different reward levels where we'll send you physical stuff. We will give you early access to shows where you get to chat to us on Discord. It's amazing when people do support us. It allows us to do this sort of thing get in ingredients get in useful baking things and produce shows that i think people like terrific so we will see you next week for japanese week 